so now that we're in 2023, what's becoming more apparent is the responsibility of your mid-level and lower-level managers. The responsibility to build relationships. The responsibility to build camaraderie. The responsibility to be a leader and to cultivate and to create optimal employee experience, psychological safety, wisdom, clarity. What's becoming more and more apparent now that we're finally in 2023 is that, again, your lower level to mid-level managers have a hefty responsibility to truly support the majority of your workforce, the workforce that we all can agree actually produces most of the value within your company. Now, I've been on the record by saying this. Yes, I understand your VPs, your directors, your C-suite. They're the ones that are potentially, not potentially, most likely, strategically thinking of the most impactful innovations that are actually going to move the financial needle of the company, allow the company to, to progress. But those are the thinking characters in your company, the ones that are actually taking the strategies and the innovations that have been thought through. The ones that I'm speaking about, the ones that really need to be supported are the ones that are actually seeing those innovations, seeing those ideas, seeing those new pivots and adjustments. They're seeing those things through. They're the ones that are actually doing the work and producing the results that you need. In most cases, your director level, your VPs, your C-suite, they're the ones that are no longer in the day-to-day grind. Those that are in the middle are the ones that we really need to support. Now, I think we all can agree your lower level to mid-level managers are the ones that your direct reports, those mid-level folks, those lower level folks have the most interaction with on a consistent basis, right? And so now that we're in 2023, I think providing clarity to managers around the priorities, their workflows, their, 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 their time allocation is incredibly important and making sure that your managers are very clear about how their roles should be designed, how their roles, how, how their time should be allocated, and what they should focus on primarily. That is a focus. That's not a debate. It's objective. And I think to get even more clear on that, we need to help our managers really understand, okay, if building psychological safety, if creating a diverse workforce psychologically, not just you know, gender and color, if, if, if improving the productivity, if, if optimizing and increasing innovation bottom up is going to be a few different focuses this year, then what are the responsibilities of those lower level to mid-level managers? Because we all know that in most companies, we have lower level to mid-level managers spending a lot of their time being individual practitioners themselves still. Our low-level to mid-level manager in HR, our lower-level to mid-level manager in product, our lower-level to mid-level manager in marketing, our lower-level mid-level manager in comms, all still have individual contributor roles. But I think what's becoming more apparent in the 2023 world is how do we spend a little bit more thoughtful time redesigning those roles? Meaning, yes, we still need them to do their individual contributor activities and executions. Yes, we still need to make sure that they are overseeing deliverables and projects and making sure things are being done in the in the in the timeline that we have, you know, allocated and, and that we hope things can be done. But at the same time, 
what portion of their of their managerial responsibility should be having empathetic, contextual, nuanced one-on-ones, supporting career mapping, collecting data that we can feed to our L&D teams, collecting data around career mapping that we can feed to our HR teams, collecting data on the happiness levels, on the NPS scores, collecting data that could potentially impact and support our employer branding initiatives, collecting data that we can utilize within this one team that can impact retention for the entire company. Collecting data that can really help optimize certain workflows and certain priorities and focuses because we have our lower level to mid-level managers building substantial relationships with those that are on the ground floor and we're learning and we're listening. So, So my point is, I want everybody listening to really think about your lower level to mid level managers. What is the, if you have a pie, what's the percentage? Are they doing their own responsibilities and making sure deliverables are meeting certain deadlines 70% of the time and 30% on the strategic, emotional, um, empathetic responsibilities as a leader? The human responsibilities of a leader? Is it 50 50? Is it 60-40? Is it 70-30? What, what's, what's the percentage? And I think companies having clarity on that percentage and then companies providing that clarity to those managers around how they should be allocate, allocating their time, redesigning their roles, being very, being very clear around that should be incredibly important in a 2023 world, right? That managerial skill gap is one that needs to be closed this year. Managers need to genuinely understand my responsibilities on the people side, on the leadership side, looks like the following. My responsibilities on extracting data from employees to make our workflows better, to make our roles better, to, 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 to extract innovation from the, bottom, from the bottom to the top. How much of that is my responsibility? How much of that will I be judged and assessed when it's time for me to have my own review as a leader? So a little bit more clarity and a little bit more understanding needs to be communicated to our managers here, our lower level, our mid-level managers. And I've always been one, and I've said this multiple times, and I'll say it again. Being very thoughtful about the people you have in managerial positions now and considering a two-headed monster approach. Considering those managers you have now that are great at project management that are great subject matter experts and that are great at making sure deliverables are being done and achieved. And then having another manager in that same department, in that same division, that has a skill set of building camaraderie, a skill set of conducting employee listening and, 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 and extracting data that can be passed on to, to HR teams, to product teams, to innovation teams, to C-suite. Having folks there that can really support from an L&D perspective because not only do they have the subject matter expert skills, but they also have the, the flexibility of teaching capability, right? The greatest teachers in the world have the flexibility. The greatest teachers in the world have the skill of teaching Sarah, Andrew, and David when Sarah, Andrew, and David all have different learning skills. The greatest teachers in the world have the ability to understand how each one of them learns, how each one of them like wants to be communicated against and to, and they have the best understanding of how 
to really be thoughtful in contextualizing those learning and development experiences. So maybe you, again, have a two-headed approach where you have a people leader that is more on the side of the things that I just said, and you have a people leader that is more on the technical X's and O's, project management, making sure that this team is delivering on the, on the outcomes that have been strategically analyzed and thought through for this particular quarter. So get some clarity around this. Get some clarity around this in Q1 so that Q2, three, so that Q2, Q3, and Q4 can be substantially more productive, more beneficial, and have higher retention throughout this year. Let's gear up. Thank you all. And as always, just a few thoughts. Hope you appreciate them. We'll talk soon.